This program is part of the Infinite Potato Alliance. Visit us at infinitepotato.com. I'm Jared Stern. I think people should listen because we're desperate for attention right now. (laughs) I'm also Jared Stern. This is what I like to call an exercise in benign narcissism. And you're Between Two Sterns. Hi there. Why does it look like night where you are when it is the same time as where I am? I'm in a, I'm in my guest room. I'm like, I've got a window directly in front of me. That's why I can see that because yeah. it looks like you're looking into the eye of the sun right now. <laughs> Ironically, how you feeling, by the way? Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm doing better than I was. Would you care uh, to provide the, the listeners with details of what exactly oh, you're oh, dealing oh, with? Yeah, no. This what is ends going... it's coming out of or going into? Whether no, it's, yeah. That thankfully nothing has has come out of any end. That's that's been a that's been a, a good thing. But let me just say, I got tired of you monopolizing <laughs> the kvetching about your health on this podcast, and I felt like I needed the floor. Well, to so, clarify, we are recording on a Thursday because Jared found out that because we work off of a quarterly system, if he didn't use any of his sick days, he was going to lose them. If I don't use so, them, I'm going to lose them. Exactly. We don't pay him out. So the plan, the plan originally was to record this show on Tuesday because yes. we're trying to stay ahead of things because people are listening to the show and we, we want to provide content. Correct. I take that back. We were originally supposed to go on Monday night. Yeah, I think I was the delay on Monday. You had an excuse on Monday night. I that did. You had some badass reflux or something. Oh like my that. god, I, I didn't even put that in my notes. I had the because I've been doing the cleanse for two weeks, and then uh-huh. for Mother's Day we went hard on Mother. We went, we went hard on Mother's Day, um, and I experienced something I've never experienced. I've now reached a new threshold of my inability to process food, uh, <laughs> which is. I woke up at like three o'clock in the morning with terrible acid reflux, and I Yeesh. popped like five or six uh, Zantac and I had some more in my car and I was like, I got to go down to this car and get it. Thankfully, because I'm in the middle of nowhere, my car is just right outside my door. So I went in, I popped two of them and I come back in and I immediately go, I'm going to throw up. Go ahead. Can I I stop you for just a second? Go ahead. Please, please, please stop. If if you were to retrieve a bottle of Zantac right now, do you have one handy? Do you have a bottle of Zantac handy? I have three empty bottles of Zantac (laughs) Could you could you grab a bottle of Zantac? I don't know if I still. Yeah, let me see if I have it. Hold on. Thank you very much because I'd like to prove a point. All right. Oh, score! Yeah, great. Normally, I reserve these reactions for when I find out I still have weed or gummies, but I still have one. Good. Okay. Okay. So now that you have the bottle in front Mm -hmm. of you, can you read the recommended dosage, please? Use uh, treats frequent heart murder. Frequent means it occurs um, two or more time, two or more days a week. Mm-hmm. Not intended for immediate relief of heartburn. This drug may take one to four days for full effect. Okay, so no, no. But what I'm asking you, what's the recommended dosage? Oh, I'm looking for it. I'm not seeing it. That's why. Let me see. It should tell you how often or how frequently you should be taking it. Use, active ingredients, other informations, questions. Yeah, I, I mean, I think the, the big takeaway from this is that <laughs> one 14-day course of treatments may take one to four days for full effects. 
Uh, I'm as blown so, away so, as you are. There is no minimum amount for me to take this. I don't think you're supposed to be popping them like fucking Tic Tacs. There's no question. I agree with you. But the bottle apparently doesn't need to print anything about that. Apparently, there's there's no risk to my kidneys or liver. And to, and also, also it says for wait one to four days. How am I supposed to effect? hypothetically? It's not for immediate relief what are you doing to yourself it is when you grind it up and place it directly underneath your tongue <laughs> that's that, that's what i've learned is the best way uh i've tried snorting it but unfortunately that that just gives me relief in my nose and, and i need it way in the back of the throat right right um but no i i ended up i ended up having so i think we've all at this point been in that situation where we've needed to make ourselves throw up and Ooh. it's interesting because i was i was reminiscing with with Val. And I was like, okay, so <laughs> when I was younger and I didn't want to go to school, my parents knew that I was lying to get out of going to school. And I had not yet perfected the art of putting my finger down my throat. I couldn't do that. But what I did discover was that if you take just a little bit of soap and put it in a Dixie cup and fill it with water and attempt to shoot that, your body will reject it and you will throw up. And Yeesh. If my parents ever get around to listening to this episode, I, I will go on record in saying that there were at least a few times, probably more when I was younger and I was like, I'm not feeling well, I'm throwing up. And they went, show me. And that is how I had produced. I left it in the toilet because I was wow. like, there you go. This is the proof that I have in fact thrown up. Look at you, little mini Ferris Bueller over there. And then I grew up and knew how to get that finger down in the back of my throat. It's not my fault. I have short fingers. So that's really the, <laughs> that's the, the I, I, maybe, maybe I'm just, have you squeamish. never, have you never done? Maybe I'm just squeamish, but I've never done that purposefully. Like I've never tried to make myself puke. Like I've, and I've only thrown up. It's been a while since I have. This is the, oh, so this is the point. So this is the first time I've thrown up in fucking years, but the acid reflux was so bad that there was no finger. There was no soap. All I needed to do was just that little like, <clears throat> like that motion, that little burp. Yeesh. And like, I felt it come into the back of the tongue. And I was like, so here's the deal. I can either fight this thing and feel like shit for the next three days, or I can get it out of the system. No, nope. I, I, I will say though, that if you, when I've been in situations mm -hmm. like that and I have thrown up, you do feel almost immediately better. Because the back of the throat is always a little system. sore. It's a little acidy. It's a little difficult to sweat, but like uh, so much better. And um, yeah, I, 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 I can't go in these extremes anymore, Jared. You know, we're getting oh, older. Can't I can yeah. completely relate because I too went hard on Mother's Day, as yeah. you put it. Jared Stearns uh, going hard on Mom's Day. Day. I, <laughs> Let's. I'm gonna edit. I'm gonna edit out the space that you just put in there. I'm going to throw it into the workshop for new titles of the show. Jared Stearns, go hard on moms. Trust me, there's more There's more to this episode. That's not going to be the title. <laughs> my next door neighbors, my uh, the the bank of neighbors next to me. Right. I li live in a row house. Um, so the neighbors uh, next door to me and like two doors down, like all had birthdays within like the last couple of weeks. And so on M Mother's Day, we kind of had the big a big birthday blowout kind of like thing. the perfect storm of both birthdays and celebrations and so everybody yep. went hand yep, yep, yep. gotcha so and we ended up doing like a taco bar mm. a taco yeah mm. and it wasn't just the taco bar so my my next door neighbor carrie is a goddamn wizard baker 
and this is the second time she's done this. She created uh, what she likes to call a pie caken. You've heard of a turducken? I have. All right. So this was, let's see, what were, what was the, um, so the bottom layer was key lime pie. Okay. There were, there was a layer of yellow cake with buttercream frosting. Okay. There was a layer of raspberry chiffon pie, and then another layer of, uh, of, of yellow, yellow cake. And that was all in one giant chunk, super then, chunk. I'm, 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 I believe it's then a layer of like uh, beef mixed with peas and uh, <laughs> onion. Yeah. Yeah, um, I know you're not a big friends uh, person, but that is a callback to the classic Rachel Parfait. Where oh. uh, there was an episode of Friends where um, for Thanksgiving, Rachel wanted to make it's not a parfait, an English, um, God, what the fuck is it? It's an English shepherd's layered, pie. No, it's an English layered cake. It's a um, trifle, an English. Trifle. Oh, okay. And so she's narrating the ingredients that go over. She goes, and on the first layer is a lady, layer of lady fingers, then a layer of whipped cream, then a layer of custard, then beef sauteed with peas and onions. <laughs> then, and then looked at the cookbook and the two pages and glued together. So she started making part of an English trifle and part a shepherd's pie. Nice. Nobody had the heart to tell Rachel. So I'm then, sure it's actually delicious. Ultimately, Joey cleaned all the plates. <laughs> it all it all ends up in the same spot. But That's in right. any case. So what I've determined, what I something I've known for quite some time, uh, is I can't eat for pleasure anymore mm. because I was just at like I had I had two tacos. Granted, they were large tortillas mm-hmm. uh and, and and they were stuffed full of of all kinds of beans and steak and goodness and salsa and uh and then what i what i forgot was there was pie caking coming there uh, what i forgot was that kraken was being released mm-hmm. later on in the evening and uh and man i was just i, I just can't i can't do it anymore i i, I think my now my 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 chaser for anything that I do will be it alcohol or food or whatever. Like if it if it happens to be in excess, it's just well, guess I'm having Alka Seltzer before bed. I was gonna say you, you got a Pepto Bismol chaser like sitting right there. But like I think I think Alka Seltzer, if they wanted a good ad campaign, yeah, moving forward is over 40, have an Alka Seltzer. <laughs> I'm surprised they haven't teamed up with all these like hard seltzers that are bouncing around. Like, yeah, maybe. Why, why is the Alka Seltzer not what's giving me the bubbles in the Bud Light Seltzer or whatever the hell is been? White Claws now with Alka Seltzer. So, all right. So you had your your acid reflux problem on Monday, and you were like, "Hey, listen, can't record tonight. We're uh, you know, I, I I spent I spent the morning throwing up. Yeah, whatever." And I was like, "All right, cool, no problem. We'll record on Tuesday." Well, on Tuesday. I started feeling a little uh, sickish, a little mm-hmm. feverish uh, at the office and came home early. Turns out I was running a, running a low grade fever, which is, you, fever? you know, yeah. Oh, sure. I mean, it, okay. it, it, wasn't, it wasn't much of a fever, but I wasn't feeling great. And I knew I wasn't feeling great. I know my body. I know, you know, when I'm not feeling well. And so I, I, I gave you a call and said, hey, listen, I, I think I'm going to be uh, down for the count tonight because, you know, just not, just not feeling great. Well, for me, it was shocking for me because you never called me. 
<laughs> so I texted you. I was well, like, are we good for tonight? And then you called me and I was like, is everything okay? Did well, the somebody... reason why I called you is because I was in the car. Of course. But you and, and I, I know you back. How funny were we on that phone call? It we was so there. And this is why we don't talk when we're not recording. Because, because we was... can't recreate it now. Can't capture <laughs> lightning in a bottle twice. You no. Know? Oh, unfortunate. It was uh, unfortunate. We're going to have to learn. We're just going to have to record all of our phone conversations. Moving I forward. mean, at this point, the narcissism thing is just tipping over to the other side. Completely. Anyway, so that night, I was just pretty much down to the count. I uh, just basically put myself to bed mm-hmm. once I got home. Uh, fluids, the whole nine yards. I, at about mm, 9.30 or 10 o'clock. That night. Uh, that night. Okay got up because I was like, oh, I should brush my teeth before I go to bed. You know, pretty standard, simple hygiene. You know, I'm I'm at the sink and I'm I'm brushing my teeth. And all of a sudden I could could feel my legs kind of wobble underneath. Whoa. Yeah. And then, and then Andrea was like, are you okay? And I'm like, I'm just, just a little dizzy. And then I I passed out. I I fucking blacked out. Are you like, did you hit the ground? Are you okay? Well, she, Thank God she was close. She caught, she kind of caught me on my way down. Jesus, man. And, and I was on the floor in the bathroom and she, next thing I know, she's fucking calling 911. And what? Yeah. Yeah. I fucking collapsed. Uh, I, and, but, but here's the thing. Like, I, I think what happened was I'm, I'm not a doctor, but right. you know, the EMTs came and they hooked me and, and they, 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 you know, checked my vitals and they uh, hooked me, you know, had, it took like an EKG and, and all that stuff and everything was fine. And I was just, I was sweating like a pig at that point. And I feel like, like that's the fever decided to break. Like, right. Was right. I was at the sink. Like if, I, if that had happened while I was still in bed, I would have just been asleep and it yeah. wouldn't have been an issue. But yeah, I was just like, all of a sudden I was like a newborn cult on roller skates and ass over tea kettle onto the floor so so talk me through this passing out because i'm not going to lie to you i've passed out a couple of times in my life and it's always a fun experience so oh yeah you get a little tingly on the side of the eyes did you get a little tunnel visiony uh a little yellow i having having had that happen once before i've I've passed out once before where you can can see the field of vision Mm -hmm. start to narrow i didn't i didn't feel at this time like i don't feel like i was out for long like i was maybe out for like 10 seconds. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it doesn't normally last that long. But apparently in that time, she uh, uh, Andrea smacked me in the both smacked me in the face and threw water on me. Good. Good. <laughs> and I guess that's what that that's how I came to so quickly. So maybe I wasn't drenched in sweat. Maybe she just <laughs> I was going to say did you get sweaty or you have no idea. I feel like her waking you up is and we keep calling back to this movie is just airplane. It's just her smacking you and then hitting you with a shower curtain, trying yeah. to suffocate you with a towel like anything. <laughs> yeah, so I mean I I'm glad we can laugh about it now, but I'm, I'm glad mostly, you're okay. Mostly I was just embarrassed because you know, I'm sitting there in my underwear on the on the on the, on the bathroom floor. Yeah. You know, I, and obviously and and my buddy Seth said it best. He's like the EMTs never see you at your best. Like no. you're <laughs> they're, Wait, did they're the not, EMT show up? Yeah, fuck yeah. What? So, <laughs> okay, well, wait. So we have we have a fire station literally like a, a block and a half from our house. So oh, that's right. Do, yeah. Whatever we do call 911 and we have once or twice in the past because we've had some weird carbon monoxide yeah. uh thing going on with like so the carbon monoxide alarm is going off once or twice and we've had to call the fire department and they're there literally within 5 minutes. Okay. So 
So the EMTs got there and they helped me up and they took my vitals and everything seemed fine. So I refused the the ambulance ride to the hospital. I didn't think Valid. I to do that. But yeah, so that's insane, that was, dude. That's that insane. Was, and <laughs> I feel so bad. I I was I spent the I I was like just apologizing to her profusely. Like obviously I had no control over that. I didn't mean didn't mean to scare the shit out of her, but right. she was she was not, yeah, she, she was not happy with with uh with that in my Um, own demented selfish way i'm happy that you're catching up to me vitally as far as crazy random health shit that happens to you well okay so uh, let me go ahead and continue with the story because there's more it it ain't over yet so (laughs) so the next morning obviously i was planning on staying home from work but as I, i so i texted my boss and said hey listen i was running a fever last night i didn't i didn't tell them i collapsed or anything but I was like, hey, I was running a fever last night. Still feel like garbage this morning. I'm not going to be able to come in. Uh, no sooner did I do that, did a an email come in from one of my coworkers who said, hey, I tested positive for COVID. Oh. So if you were in the office with me yesterday, you might want to get yourself checked out. And so I was like, well, shit. Uh, and and I, I, I did a home test when I got home yeah. on the Tuesday. And that was negative. But from what, when I, when I finally talked to the doctor, cause I, I did like a telehealth thing. Yeah. Um, the incubation period is a little, you could. Well, it wasn't even that. the incubation period. She's like, yeah, the home tests are garbage. <laughs> you oh, good. Can't, yeah. So great. They're, they're just for your own peace of mind. They don't they're mean placebos. Anything. They're like yeah. antacids in a bottle. They don't really work. You can have sure. 12 of them. There's no directions to them. So I got a, but I got a, a, a PCR test, which is the more. Okay. I guess the more accurate version of and that. And they came and back. That is negative. So, okay. so I've, I, I've continued to dodge that COVID bullet like Neo in the fucking Matrix. Because <laughs> um, you've never had it. Never had it. Well, to, our, to, my, to our knowledge. To, to our, my knowledge. I could, have been knowledge. A, I, I could have been asymptomatic. or something. You could have been patient zero. We don't know. Who knows? And How yeah, are you so, feeling overall right now, though? You're just, feeling better? I mean, just, I mean, I feel, feel better than I did that night. Yeah. You know, it, but I still feel crappy, mm-hmm. like not great, still fatigued, still kind of achy, still sweating at random times. So, yeah. So I, I, I don't know what it is. I'm pretty sure it's not COVID. And but it's whatever it is, it's here's what it sounds it's a, like. It's been if it thing. is COVID, you're over the worst of it, though, to be fair, as somebody who has had COVID very badly, COVID is deceptive. It, it comes on strong and then it backs off and then it hits like a fucking freight train. It goes like this. Mm. It's very interesting. And I've warned people about this a number of times. They've been like, okay, I'm fine. And then it hits and then they're like, oh shit, this is- All right, well, who knows? So just keep us posted. <coughs> keep us posted. All um, I know is the the test came back negative. Beautiful. So I'm I'm that's that's the guidepost I'm using. You know what's interesting about living in a small town like I'm living in right now? Because it's a what's number that? of small towns, which is really cool. I got to be honest. I've been up here for about, a, actually today is the one month anniversary of me flying out of California. It feels like I've been up here for two years. It is fucking insane to me. You've been there for a month already? I've been here for less than a month. I flew out of California on the 12th to Maryland with my parents. I didn't get up here until 9.30 on the 19th. Okay. I have lived... Seven, it's like inception where I've gone deeper into like dream levels. <laughs> where like living up here this close to Canada, time moves so much slower that I've experienced three and a half years in three and a half weeks. It's insane to me. But wow. the cool thing about living in a small town is there's a Walgreens, there's a mm-hmm. local Kiernan's, and then there's a 
But because it's a small town, there's only a couple of places where you can get medicine. So we stopped off to get um, Dayquil and Nightquil for Val. Shelves are empty. So you can tell whether there's a bug going around based off of <laughs> what is in stock at the local pharmacy. And it's just one of those quaint little extras that like kind of fun about living in a small town. That's nice. I genuinely like it. I didn't think I would. So um, we could go back and forth on this a little bit. Uh, I have two like weird things because you just did your sickness. So I'll take, I'll yeah, give please. you a couple seconds. So um, I've been getting to know Val's child, a seven-year-old girl. Um, sure. Won't use her name on the podcast, but we, we were waiting to pick her up at the bus stop and the bus is arriving and she doesn't have a cell phone. She has an iPod, but she doesn't have a cell phone. Mm -hmm. And so we're sitting there and Val goes, oh, the, the bus was a little bit delayed. She'll be here in five minutes. And I go, uh, did, how do you know that? And she's like, oh, she just texted me. I was like, how did she just text you from an iPod? School buses have Wi-Fi now. Cool. Is, does that not blow your mind? Well, I'll tell you what blows my mind is that they have Wi-Fi, but no fucking seatbelts. <laughs> <laughs> They're not protecting children from any they, direction, they, neither from the internet <laughs> Right. We're from collisions. I feel like their priorities are just a little off. Uh, maybe you put a lap band in there before you put in broadband. Huh? There you go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Nice. I have one other one. I would save it for the end. It might be a decent out. Okay. So I, I have a, a couple different things on my list. Uh, I guess first and foremost should be Jeff Goldblum. You saw Jeff Goldblum. I saw Jeff Goldblum. So I, I just want, because this this is one of those uh, reactions that I won't cut out. The, the reason why I had a delay in what I said was because when it comes to Jared bringing up famous actors on this podcast, more often mm -hmm. than not, it's when they have passed away. And I have not known that because I don't watch the news. Oh. And so when you said Jeff Goldblum, I took a beat. And I was like, holy shit, is Jeff Goldblum dead? And then I was like, no, 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 wait, he went and saw Jeff Goldblum. Okay. But that was my first instinct. I'm very happy. That's the, uh, that's the by outcome the, of that. By the way, and I know we're way late on this particular thing, but you do know who, who did die that we, we did not acknowledge. Who's that? Maybe I did. A lot of people die. I don't know. <laughs> Famous comedian. I mean, who? Gilbert Gottfried. Oh my God, we didn't talk about that? Nope. I'm pretty sure we did. No, I'm pretty sure we didn't. Gilbert Gottfried is one of my favorite moments of all time in, in any scenario, which is, it was the Comedy Central roast of somebody. I, who yeah, it sure. was is irrelevant. He was on there, but Ice-T was there. No, Ice-T, Ice-Cube. Ice-T, Ice-T Ice was tea. there. This is when he was kind of popular um, doing, he had just started doing like Law & Order. Sure. So he was still a gangster, but he was doing Law & Order. And uh, Ice-T gets up there uh, and he goes, I don't even know why I'm here because like, I'm a gangster. So like, look at all these rich white people. Like, I just want to murder and kill and mug all you white people. I think, I think the reason why I'm here is because like, you guys are fascinated with like keeping dangerous animals in the zoo. Like you want to be close to them knowing they want to kill you and you don't. And it was hilarious. It was very, very fun. Gilbert Goffrey got up starts off and goes something to the extent of you know the toughest thing about being a comedian is when somebody else does your material before you get up on stage but i'm still gonna do it anyway 
I don't know why I'm here. It's probably because I want to kill and murder all you white people. <laughs> <laughs> said word for word. I don't know what the hell he had planned for that shit for the uh, but he did it word for oh my god, it was unbelievable. It was so good. So uh, RIP. Uh, but yeah, that was a hilarious comedian. Yeah. yeah. Also a very good impressionist. He does a very good Seinfeld impression. You can find that on the internet, surprisingly. Really? It's, it's like some of his like dark web kind of comedy. He does a very, very good Jerry Seinfeld. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, Jeff Goldblum, still very much alive. Very alive. And so we went and saw him uh, perform jazz piano at the Strathmore I guess it's rock in Rockville. They call it North Bethesda, but it's really just the part of Rockville that's fooling. And this grinds your gears because you were born in Rockville. No, I was raised, born in Rockville. You were, no. you were raised in Rockville. No, I, no, but I but I spent enough time in Rockville to know better. Rockville ain't fancy. I don't know who they're trying to fool, but just because they're close, to, just because they're Bethesda adjacent, doesn't mean they're Bethesda. If we were in California, they would have been renamed Bethesda Heights. That's the, <laughs> right. That's the. That's the. <laughs> Bethesda Hills. Yes, yes. Anywho, uh, so we went and saw him uh, at the Strathmore, and he was uh, performing with, I believe, the the Mildred Snitzer Orchestra was the name. Oh, of the... It wasn't just him solo. He had like a whole. Production. Oh no no no! He he had. They okay. say orchestra. It was a it was a jazz band. It was oh a, awesome! It was, a, it was a five piece jazz band that was kind of performing with him. He's, cool. he's touring with them now. While he was very capable on the piano, uh, I feel like they were just there to mask him. Like he maybe did like one or two solos, but more more often than not, it was like the sax player was fucking right. Great. The the drummer was fucking great. The ch- the cello player was really good. But they it was it was a uh, a guitarist, upright bass, drummer, saxophonist, and an organist. Oh, okay. An electric organist. Okay. So, so you had, so you had Jeff Goldblum on on one side of the stage on yeah, his piano, did. and then you had the organist on the other side of the stage with his, you know, with his electric organ. And so, when every when the entire band is playing together, you can't hear the fucking piano. You really, you really can't. Right. Um, I feel like Jeff Goldblum was there, mm-hmm. obviously because he's Jeff Goldblum, but he he was very capable on the piano. He he played he played good jazz piano. I don't think he could have carried a show by himself. Did he sing it all? Did he talk it all? He did. He, he, he talked plenty. <laughs> was it just a continuous stream of thought? No, no, it was not. Although it, very it wasn't William Shatton. Did he talk about the Bayou? Please he tell not, me. He uh, didn't uh, talk about uh, the uh, Bayou at, at all. Um, you know what I wish I wish you watched I really truly from the bottom of my heart wish you watched I wish they started the performance and Jeff Goldblum just played piano and scatted the entire stenographer's transcript of the Amber Heard Johnny Depp trial just word for word without taking any punctuation beats no change of voice for people oh I would have loved it no 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 no. what would have been perfect for that not Jeff Goldblum if Gilbert Gottfried did (laughs) That would have been perfect. Don't find the out in the middle of the podcast. <laughs> How much editing do you want to do? <laughs> no, not, not much in my current condition. Thank you. So we get there. The show starts at eight. We get there around 715 because one of the main concerns 
that any uh, Jewish person has at my age is uh, parking. So we want to make yes. sure we go. We got a good parking spot yes. so we could get in and out in a timely fashion. And because I've had that drilled into my head over the years, uh, that is yep. <laughs> that is a priority. So we got there early, and what a well, I, we got there not early enough, or we were there just in time actually, because seven thirty rolls around and we hear applause coming from the theater, the inside of the theater, and Jeff Goldblum has just fucking wandered on stage. Right at 7.30? At 7.30. The show starts at 8. And he comes out there to start talking talking to the audience and talking it's, to people. And Jeff Goldblum did his own pre-show? He did his own pre-show. He's just coming out, <laughs> talking to people. Uh, uh, relax, uh, everyone. The, the show will be up in 30 minutes. It's right, sure. No, it, it was kind of a get-to-know-you session. Gotcha. Um, people, so he did, his, he did his encore ahead of time. He he did dessert, for, dessert before dinner. He Is did dessert it? before dinner. Exactly. Yeah. And this was open season for... <laughs> Uh, selfies and uh, what <laughs> there was a wedding proposal and someone's and he sang happy birthday to somebody and it was just someone handed him a painting that they made of him it was very like all of the re- all of the real Jeff Goldblum super fans like creepy super fans were there and he was having a, a personal conversation with almost each and every one of them and, you know what you know what Good for him. Yeah, no, it was, was the it was... last time I heard about any performer going out before their show, to, which, by the way, is pure fucking genius. Way to humanize yourself before you're about to perform in front of a bunch of people who could attend. If I do a comedy show one day, I'm going to go out and meet the audience before I get up there also, just so they like me so much, they might pity laugh me a couple of times. Well, I, I, I think you need to get to the point where you can just coast on being yourself, because that's really what he's doing. He's coasting yes. on being Jeff yes. Goldblum. He has reached that point mm-hmm. in his career, in any celebrity's career, where they can just be themselves. And that's all they need to do. Like we were talking about William Shatner. He's Shatner. one of those guys who can do that. Christopher Walken, he's yes. one of those guys. He can do that. Jeff Goldblum is just being Jeff Goldblum. And he's very happy to be Jeff Goldblum. And everyone's very happy to see him be Jeff Goldblum. So he did that for like a half an hour. Then the jazz band came out and joined him on stage. And they, they, did, a, they did, a, did a number. And then he walked back to center stage. And after each number, someone would hand him a piece of paper that had like a list of trivia questions on it. And he would just like ask the audience mm. what they were. And people would yell out answers. And, and one of the things uh, was people who had uh, birthdays that were on the same night as as the show. Celebrity birthdays that, that were on, on the same. Oh, or was it celebrity birthdays that were happening on the same night as the show or same, birthdays that shared a date with Jeff Goldblum? I forget what it was. Anyway, you know what I love about you trying to remember this is like in your remembering it, you're developing a little bit of a Goldblum cadence. You're like, what was that? I listen. I just uh, like from what I've been told, (laughs) from what I've been told, my cadence is very much just a a drunk amalgamation of Shatner and Goldblum and probably a couple other celebrities who can't speak at a normal pace because that's just if you listen to this podcast enough. If you're going to be compared to celebrities with speech impediments, you could do a whole lot worse than it's Shatner an, and Goldblum. It's not an impediment. I, I think what I it know. is, is, you know, these guys, they do, they do a lot of thinking. 
and they need to collect <laughs> their thoughts and they need those, those pregnant pauses to collect their thoughts. And I guess I, I just happen to be in that same headspace. Anyway, so one of the birthdays that he, uh, that he was talking about was Orson Welles. Oh, right. And so he said, name a movie with Orson Welles in it. And, and our, our seats were up in the way up in like the balcony area. And so I yelled out, Transformers. Transformers. I'm right like, there with you. I, and he's yeah. like, uh, no, 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 that, that, that's, that's not, no. Uh, <laughs> and then someone else yelled out the Muppet movie, which is also true. But yeah, he's like, man, no, no, no that's, or, or to, we're not talking about uh, the uh, Michael Bay uh, movie. And so I, and I, 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 we were all, I was all the way up. Our seats were, I, I didn't pay a lot to go see Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> oh, I got gotcha. you. Jeff Goldblum. So, so I wasn't going to yell out, no, you're wrong. Like I wasn't going to, I wasn't going to have an argument with the guy, but, uh, but yeah, so that was. But happy to stay, say here on the podcast that uh, Jeff Goldblum is very wrong. He, yeah. Uh, for, for, once, else... for, for once, Jared Stern was right. Correct. Jeff Goldblum was wrong. Jared Stern won. Jeff Goldblum, zero. Zero. Enjoy yeah. that. <laughs> Suck it, <laughs> Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> Too bad you got nothing else going for you. Way to have a life in the 80s, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so so that basically was Jeff Goldblum. It was, it, it was, a, it, it was a delightful evening at the theater. But no, it was just people were just basking in him being Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. All right, I've got two other things. I I had I had some other stuff on my list, but it, enough time has passed that I yeah, don't need to. We're coming up to go and, go into it. We have an update on Kevin Pighart. Really? Yeah, there is another there is another bend in the road. Is he uh, alive where, again? <laughs> no, no, that hasn't <laughs> happened. Intrepid uh, between two Stearns reporter Chris Papa. Chris Papa messaged me on Twitter and said that there's another yet another twist to the Kevin Pigheart story. Lay it on me. Pigheart transplanted into Maryland man was carrying an animal virus. According to the Massachusetts Institute of Technology's latest report, citing transplant specialist uh, David Bennett Sr., or Kevin Pigheart, as we uh, more colloquially referred to him too. The first, world's first receiver of a genetically modified pig heart may have died of a porcine virus contained in the pig's heart. So it turns out the heart was not the problem at all. Well, I guess the heart was. Well, the I mean, technically it was, was, but the transplant should have worked. It was just the virus that killed. Right. Him. If not, if not for the pig virus inside of the pig heart, Kevin Pigheart might still be with us today. This, I imagine, is what it feels like to live out a storyline when it's not written into the plot of House. Because Hugh Lowry <laughs> would have kicked the door with a cake and been like, it's a virus in the heart. You know, that type of thing. Sure. Uh, There's not much else to that. I just... I mean, it's still crazy that we're, we're milking this. And big shout out to Chris Papa, who now, I think, has taken a firm lead as most shout outs in between two sterns. Um, that's right. that, that's entirely possible. Although the last time we shouted him out, I did edit it out of the show. Oh, you've been editing out the shout outs? Well, not, not all the shout outs, but that particular shout out. That's fair. That's got, fair. Got, got cut for time. We've talked about you before, Chris. Yeah. So, but here's here's the other thing. And maybe we can close with, with this. 
But when we were having the uh, the barbecue, yeah, uh, the the taco bar, we were sitting around in there in uh, in my next door neighbor's backyard, and uh, and they have an avocado tree. Mm-hmm. Like oh, and uh, they said this is our avocado tree. Oh, is that going to make avocados? And they're like no, because it's a male. Explain. Apparently. Mm-hmm. And this blew my fucking mind. I was today years old when I learned that trees have fucking genders. Wait, all trees have genders? Yeah. Or just avocado. All no, wait, uh, all tr- um... trees have genders. Apparently, plants have genders. Okay, I'm gonna Google this after. I, 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 I was hoping that you would be like, yeah, I have no idea. Do. This is the first I've fucking heard of it. So first of all, it makes the Mexican language make a lot more sense because (laughs) French, all the languages that have genders built into the words make a lot more sense if they actually have genders. But they said that you need a you need a a male tree and a female tree to get to to make. I I swear, maybe they're. I don't think they were fucking with me. Um, Hang on one second. I don't know. I'm pretty sure they're fucking with you. I don't think they are. But like I said, this is the first time I have like I just figured a tree was a tree. Do oh tree man, it's the first thing coming up. Experience tree that. flowers can have male parts, female parts, both male and female parts together, or none at all. Some of these parts may or may not be functional. You cannot tell flower function or gender just by looking. Yeah, but but to ask a tree their pronouns, come on, that's getting a little that's getting a little much. Trees do not show their gender until they are sexually mature and start to flower. Are you fucking kidding me? I've never. How has this never come up? How has it never come up? Never come up. And I'm so I'm sitting there, Corona in my hand, literally <laughs> like my brain is melting because I had ne- like I'm I'm 46 years old. I have never in my life like someone needed to explain the fucking birds and the bees of the trees to me. This is absurd. I've never heard of this before. And I, you know me, like I'm the type of person who would know this. And I'd be like, right, yes, trees. you, you are so hyper aware. And- I'm the, like you and I are very like, like trivia competition divided. We're like, there's some things that you are very much the primary right. on. And this type of shit definitely would fall into my category. I've this never is heard of this. totally in your I'm going place. on a deep dive spiral after this. Ironically enough, this is a week of firsts for both of us, because not only did you learn this, but I experienced something somewhat related to gender that I've never experienced before 11 minutes before we started the podcast. Which is, <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. This is fresh. You know, I live by myself. Yeah. So I have nobody to blame but myself for this. I was playing Pokemon Go on my phone. Pokemon Go is a mobile app. Oh, I'm well aware of what Pokemon Been Go is. Deep diving into Pokemon Go. I'm around a seven-year-old child. I need something to bond with on some sort of even level. Pokemon seems to be the thing that we can both like bond together. Over. So po- Pokemon Go is still a thing. Oh, that very, is much popular so. very much I, so. Because I know it had its moment like in 2019, pre-pandemic. I know that people were going nuts over Pokemon Go. And like, I mean, causing, like causing traffic jams because they were looking for a Charizard or something like they that. They ran through all of the possible mythical creatures that they could create. Then they went on to human creatures. And now you have like uh, Treesicle or Blade of Grassicon. And like they're just like pulling straws of Pokemon to create. It's like, oh, it's a Blade of Grass Pokemon. Anyway, I'm trying to catch a Pokemon and go into the bathroom. 
go to the bathroom. And because I'm trying to catch Pokemon and I need to pee, I sit down to pee because, you know. Now, I, hang on, was there was there a Squirtle in the bathroom? No, there was not a Squirtle in the bathroom. But I was very focused on attempting to catch this Pokemon. I was two hands, so I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna sit down and pee, take my pants down, sit down. And I did something I've never done before in my entire life. Uh, and no, it's not having both toilet seats up and falling into the toilet seat. We've all experienced that. It's not realizing that both toilet seats were down and I sat firmly upon my own genitals. My <laughs> God, it was a pain like I've never experienced because you're getting crunched from both the top and the sides at the same time. It was so painful. Um, but I sat firmly on that toilet seat. Uh, my God. My God. I'm so sorry. <laughs> As am I. <laughs> We're both equally sorry about this. Well, I, 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 so wait a minute. So you, you said that happened 11 minutes. Like before. right before. <laughs> Remember when you no. asked me, I thought we were starting in 10? <laughs> I was like, Set wait a up. minute. So when, when you initially texted me and said, I need 10 minutes to set up, I'm like, fine, here's 10 minutes. And that was at five, that was at five o'clock. At 5.19, I texted you back and said, what happened in 10 minutes? You said, I'm still booting up. <laughs> so I'm about to boot up. Give me a timeline here because <laughs> I'm plugging all my equipment in. I need 10 minutes. Get uh -huh. it all set up. I have three to spare. I'm going to go pee quickly before the podcast. Go in, crunch time, cried a little <laughs> bit inside, and then said, just lost track of it. Like splashing water on my face. I'm like, get it together, Jared. Get it together. You got to do this. You can't cancel this guy. Make sure nothing's fine. <laughs> Hey, everybody. Thanks for sticking your ears between two sterns. Please leave us a five-star review, even if it's a sarcastic one. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Have an idea for the show? Or are you also Jared Stern? Shoot us an email. You can find links to everything at jaredstern.com.